Welcome to Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic, where we promote integration and collaboration. Whether you are just starting your practice or you are ready to push the profession forward, we aim to provide you all the tools necessary to form relationships and educate your community. After all, spines of all sizes deserve to be adjusted. Welcome to our podcast and thanks for listening. Hey guys, Dr. K with Making Strides for Own Chiropractic. In this podcast episode, we're going to talk about how to determine your fees. This is probably the number one question I get asked, and cost is relative based upon the amount of value you bring to your appointments. So today in this podcast, we're going to break down how to determine your fees based upon how much you want to work, how many patients you want to see, and what kind of value you want to bring to your patients. While we are at it, we'll also talk about the big elephant in the room, inflation. How can you tactfully tell your clients that prices are going up. I know a lot of us are scared to make that change, but when it breaks down and we take emotion out of the equation and we just look at the math, what can we afford to continue to do in order to stay in business? We're going to talk about it. Hey guys, treating patients is not about doing everything alone. When you're starting a practice, it can be hard getting out there, marketing yourself, talking to other providers about what you do. I get it. I am strongly introverted. I do not like talking to other people. And the last thing I want to do is try and sell myself. But it is really important when I'm working on patients that I remember I am working together as a team. So there are other parts to the animal care team and I need to do my part to reach out and talk with them and learn from them about what is important that they're doing that impacts what I'm doing and vice versa. So I really love the Evidence-Based Chiropractor, a program developed by Dr. Jeffrey Langmade because it helps bridge the gap between medical doctors and chiropractors so that way we can figure out what is best for our patients. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about his program, I recommend you looking him up on the Evidence-Based Chiropractor chiropractor.com. Hey guys, this is Dr. K with Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic. In this podcast episode, we are going to talk about how to determine your fees and tactfully how to tell your clients that your fees may be increasing. Okay. Um, This is probably the number one question uh, I get asked uh, by colleagues, especially when they're wanting to start their own practice. Is they're like, how much should I charge? And I can't tell you that. Okay. The least effective way to start your practice is to look around at everyone else and see what they're charging because what everyone else is doing is in your business and I say that because your practice is not like their practice when you pull back the curtain on other people you don't know what their expenses are you don't know how many hours they make available for clients. You don't know what their patient experience is like. You don't know what kind of quality they provide. You know nothing about them, their family, their expenses, their operation expenses. You know nothing. So when you just look at their, say, $100 fee, and you say, well, maybe I should charge that, but you do 10 times as much than they do, then there's a disconnect, Right? There's a lot of people that just look around when they're starting. They say, I'll just charge what someone else is charging. And then they look at their bottom line and they do the math and they're like, I'm not making any profit. I'm actually, I would make more money if I were stuck in an associate position. And I want you to start your business not being emotional, but being logical. Because if you're going to do something you love for the rest of your life, then you have to take a step back and say, this is what I need in order to make this work. And there's there's nothing wrong about being logical. I don't want to talk you out of your dream, but um, it's you have to learn how to run a business if you're going to do 
your own thing. Because working for somebody else, just clocking in, clocking out, you don't have to worry about that. But when it comes to the bottom line and you start charging people for what you do, it's not a hobby anymore. It's your livelihood. So we need to take a step back, turn the emotion off, and just look at the math and what is it, right? And if you don't get anything else from this episode, listen to me right now. You do not need to charge what other people are charging. You need to charge what's right for you. Do not look at other people and charge what they charge because it may not be what's right for you, okay? That's the only thing I want you to get out of this podcast episode, if not anything else, okay? And the second mistake I see people making is they only charge to break even. And what I mean by that is um, in my BB course, I have a five-year plan of like, here's how much you need to make in order to, um, you know, make this amount of money. And I love that spreadsheet because it kind of helps you, you know, make sure you're not jumping off a cliff, right? You kind of have a number of how much you need to do doing animal chiropractic to make the same amount you are maybe doing animal chiropractic or being a veterinarian, right? Kind of helps with that balance. But I didn't really account for profit, which your business is like a plant. And that plant is going to start to grow. But if we're always hustling and working and trying to make ends meet, it's like every single month we're throwing out the soil and planting a new seed all over again in a new pot. So we're always going to hit a ceiling and we're not going to be able to plan for growth. So I want to let everyone know in the BB course, I'm going to film an additional training on how to plan for not only breaking even, but making a profit. Because when we make profit, our animal chiropractic profession can grow because then we can start to scale. Instead of being a one-man do-it-all, we can start to maybe add an associate or add a virtual assistant or get a location and then maybe franchise. And we can grow beyond just us if we charge appropriately instead of just charging to scrape by and figure it out right? So I'm going to add that training into the BB course um, here in a little bit, and it will be available for BB members. So that way you can not only see on the five-year plan, here's how much I need to make in order to know that I can leave my associate position, but here's also to figure out how much do I need to make and then some in order to make a profit so I can scale my business and continue to grow, okay? Um, Breaking even is good. However, In times like today, where there's inflation, where the dollar is worth less, then we have to figure out how we can make more um, in order to meet the demands of our growing expenses, right? Whether it be for our own household or for a business, right? So we're going to talk about um, three things you need to consider when you are determining your fees. And the first thing is overhead. What is overhead? I think a lot of us start a business not knowing business terms, right? I'm just like, I'm just going to be a doctor and show up and adjust the patient, right? And what I collect from my patient is my profit. No, that is not it. Okay, so when I show up to an appointment, say I charge $50, right? And I collect that from my patient and I'm like, great, I just made $50. Wrong. I did not make $50 because I didn't consider the gas money it took to get there. 
I didn't consider the amount of money it took for me to write that note in my EHR that I subscribe to monthly. I didn't consider my um, insurance that goes into, um, you know, having uh, liability and malpractice. Um, I didn't consider my uh, chiropractic license that I had to pay for in order to practice. I didn't consider all these variables. So when I add all those variables up per visit, maybe that equates to $20, right? So it actually costs me $20 to do that appointment. And I collected $50. So my profit was actually 30, right? So we need to consider, okay, there are these things called operational expenses that it costs me to do an appointment. So what are my operational expenses, right? Well, I don't know what everyone's expenses are, but um, consider everything, okay? When you have to go through your, um, your bank statements, what are the things that are coming out of your account regularly that you need in order to conduct business? So that may be your ABCA membership, your gas money, your malpractice insurance, your internet or phone bill, your EHR program, your website, your car insurance, your chiropractic license, and etc. What else do you need in order to conduct business? Maybe you do K-tape, maybe you um, have product expenses, maybe you um, have a laser that you bought and you're renting or uh, leasing to buy. Um, what are those expenses that you need to conduct an appointment? Write them all down. If you're driving, pause this, save it for later, come back to it, and write down all your operational expenses and add them all up. Okay? Um, I have a spreadsheet that um, is going to be available in the BB course, but I added up all those things I just mentioned, and it came up to about $14,600 a year. Okay? So $14,640 per year. If I divide that by 12, it's a little over a thousand bucks a month. So 1220 a month. Okay. So that's my operational expenses. This is what I need in order just to conduct business. That doesn't include what I need to make in order to continue living, right? And living expenses have gone up. So what is your desired salary? Okay. Your desired salary may include your rent check, your student loan bill, your groceries, your, you know, childcare, your electric, your internet, your gas, your rent, everything that you need in order to survive. I will say that the minimum wage I think is going up, but on average the minimum wage is anywhere from 36 to like $45,000 a year. So hopefully you need more than that per year in order to survive. Uh, my desired salary target um, as an associate was about $65,000 a year. So that's what I had in this spreadsheet. Okay, maybe you want to make more than that. Great. Maybe you want to make eighty thousand, a hundred thousand, a hundred twenty thousand a year. Great. You can plug this into the spreadsheet. Bada bing, bada boom. It'll tell you how much you need to do. Um, but with my operation expenses is about fourteen six forty. My desired salary is sixty five thousand. Comes together about eighty thousand dollars a year. So before I do anything, treating patients, I need to make eighty thousand dollars a year in order to make this work. Okay, that took all the emotion out of it that put a number on what I have to do. That's something that I can work backwards from and I can figure out how many patient visits I need to do in order to make that number work. But remember, that's just breaking even. Okay, that doesn't take into account making a profit. So we'll get to that. So we determine what our overhead is, we determined what our operation expenses are, what our desired salary is. I want you to also consider other things like student loans. Okay, how much are you going to pay per month? Um, are you going to invest, maybe a 401k, and do you want to grow, right? So if you want to grow, 
We have to factor in profit margin. I'll get into that later. Second step is your time commitment. Now we have a number on our overhead, our desired salary, great. Now how much do I actually want to put into this? I don't want to work 40 hours a week. I did that. I, I love working. However, that is too much for me. And I've recognized it because I burnt out treating human patients. So for you, maybe you're a new mom and you want to start animal chiropractic on the side. And maybe you only have 20 hours a week. That's great. That's fine. But if you only have 20 hours a week and you need to make $65,000 a year, you're going to have to charge a certain amount in order to make up that difference, right? So this is just math. We need to math our way into figuring out how much work we need to do. So on the spreadsheet that I have, my time commitment is I can do about 30 appointments per week, okay? Maybe that's low for you. Maybe that's high for you. I don't know. Okay, that depends on the quality experience you're giving to your client, which we'll get into that. Okay, I time blocked my calendar, and that's how much time I have available. What I mean by a time block calendar is I sat down and I said, this is how many hours I want available for clients. I had to do add-in tasks and marketing and all these other things because, again, I'm a one-man band. I do everything myself. I only have X amount of time available for patients. And that amount of time, if I'm a mobile provider, is about six appointments per day. I don't know if that's right for you, but um, write it down. How many appointments can you see per week? Okay, mine's about 30. So if I'm doing 30 appointments per week and I want to work, say, 46 weeks per year, which, guys, give yourself time for vacation. Okay, plan them in advance. It's recommended to take four vacations a year, actually. Okay, so if you're an entrepreneur, please give yourself time off. Don't just work yourself into a hole like I like to do. Okay, plan them in advance. So I want to work 46 weeks per year. I do about 30 appointments per week. That is... 1380 sessions per year I got to do. If I break that down per month, I have to see 115 appointments per month in order to make just overhead. So before I'm even making a profit, I have to see 1380 appointments per year. So that will get me to break even and that anticipated cost I just talked about, which is $80,000 a year. I hope you're still with me. Math is hard. This took me a long time to do this uh, spreadsheet because I am not mathematically inclined. You can ask Chris. Katie's really bad at math. <laughs> okay, anyway, so we figured out our overhead. We figured out our um, operating expenses and our desired salary. And we figured out our time commitment. We time blocked our calendar. This is how much appointments I want to take. This is how many appointments I want to do per week. I figured out how many vacations I want to do for year uh, per year. Great, I have both the building blocks I need to figure out how much work I need to do. So I work backwards from there and I can go through this and based upon the numbers I've already cited where I have to make $80,000 in overhead just to break even and the time commitment is 30 appointments per week and my working weeks per year about 46. My break even cost per visit is 57.71. So that is bare minimum what I have to charge to a client in order for me just to keep my doors or lights open. <laughs> if you don't have an office location, this is me just saying rhetorically, this is what you have to do to keep the lights on. 5771. Now that is what I recommend for small animal patients. I recommend charging double that for horses. So assuming you do a 20 minute appointment, the cost for a horse for that would be $115.42 just to break even. Okay, wow. That just took all the emotion out of it. Okay, now that's actually 
in the ballpark of what most other people are charging. However, that's what's right for me. That's what's right for me and my business. I'm not looking at anyone else. I just did the math. Hopefully you see the difference here. Now, if I want to not continually churn my wheels, I will add profit to this. Okay, I'm going to add just a little bit more. So that way I have a cushion for things like taxes that are always getting higher. <laughs> I'm going to add room for maybe I want to add some equipment. Maybe I want to buy a laser next year, right? Or a shockwave or all those other cool things. I'm adding margin for me so I can grow my business. Maybe I want to add an associate or a virtual assistant. Adding profit for me so I can grow my business and not just churn my wheels and continue to work to reach zero, okay? 15% profit margin is 66.37. 20% profit margin is 69.25, okay? So I recommend that your profit margin be anywhere from 20 or excuse me, anywhere from 10 to like 18%. Um, comfortable is 15% for most people. It also allows you just to have room to breathe. And um, I didn't have that for the first couple years in practice. Um, I would always freak out because um, taxes at the end of the year, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I owe how much money? Um, or, you know, unexpected expenses, like my car broke down and I had to buy tires or a transmission, right? If you give yourself profit, you give yourself room to breathe. So that way you don't always have a crisis or an emergency when you need to run your business successfully. There's some expenses that come up that you just can't plan for. So it helps to have a little cushion in there, profit for you. So that way you can keep your lights on even if an emergency happens. Okay. All right, guys. Now for the conversation on how to tactfully tell clients that you are increasing your prices. I don't think it shocks anyone that inflation is a thing right now. Um, as of right now, we're in June 2022. And um, I think inflation's like, personally, I think it's 30%. Um, I know everyone else is saying it's like 12%, but I really think it's 30%. So whatever number they're saying, inflation is a thing. And it has devalued the dollar. So whereas you used to be able to get a gallon of gas for like under $2, oh, um, the demand for um, all sorts of products have gone up uh, to where gas is now, for example, like over $5 in some places, okay? So that means the same product is worth more. I don't want to condescend to you, but that's what inflation is, okay? It's the cost of something going up. So if the cost of other things are going up, then your cost of services should go up because you have more operational expenses, Okay, namely gas if you're mobile, but there's other things that have gone up like electricity, okay, and groceries, and you know, uh, there's all sorts of other things that are going up. So I think most clients have been super understanding, especially in my own practice. Uh, I've been telling them, hey, I have to increase prices, and it has nothing to do with you, it has everything to do with the state of the world. And um, people have been super generous about it. However, be okay with losing some clients because. For some people, there's a number in their head that you're worth, and if you don't exceed their expectations, then they're going to unfortunately say, you know what, this is not worth it for me, we're going to go elsewhere. However, I will say from a practice perspective, those types of people 
are always complaining about your prices anyway, and um, you may not necessarily want to have them in your practice. So it may actually be a good thing. I think a doc actually posted to our Facebook group that she increased her fees and she lost two patients and she was actually trying to get rid of them anyway. So it may actually be a good thing for you to raise your fees and weed those people out because the right type of people for your practice usually don't care about the price tag that comes with it, especially if you offer a quality service to these people. So I'm going to tell you how I personally recommend talking to people about increasing prices. I know there's other people's ways of doing it. Um, I'm just going to say the wrong way to do it is just to put an email out or a Facebook post or, um, you know, just something passive. Okay. I think passive is not a good way to run a business because clients want to feel like you're a human being. Every other business quietly just raises their fees and says nothing. So why don't you actively talk to people that you're a small business owner and your prices have to go up? So I personally, instead of sending out a newsletter or emailing people or posting on social media, I just say at their appointment, like, hey, look, my cost has gone up. It's nothing to do with you. I hate doing it. My cost of business has gone up. So because of this, I'm having to increase my fees as of this date, okay? I know that sounds really easy, although it emotionally may be very hard, right? But pick a date, usually about at least two weeks notice is good, preferably two months notice is better, um, especially for your large animal patients that you might only see once a month or once a quarter. Give them notice and say as of July 1st or August 1st or whatever date it is, I'm having to increase my fees and this is what I'm going up by. And if that doesn't work, I understand. And I love you, but even if I'm not the right fit, I'm happy to provide you with a list of other providers so that way you can find someone who works for you. I'd be honored if you continued sticking with me, okay? And I'll say most of the people that I have that difficult conversation with are fully understanding. I haven't lost a single patient over it yet. And that's because I bring the value to my appointment. I have a good relationship with these owners and price isn't an issue, okay? Because if we talk about quality, those people can choose to go to a convenience store and buy tennis shoes or they can buy the name brand tennis shoes for $300, right? So it just depends on what kind of value are you bringing. And if you increase your fees and you lose a lot of people, that may be a warning flag that, oh, I'm not bringing enough value to the appointment, okay? So when you factor in your overhead expenses, just know that due to inflation, they are increasing. And because of that, unfortunately, your prices have to go up because you need to make a profit doing what you're doing, okay? Don't be afraid to have the hard conversations because I guarantee people will surprise you with how nice they are, but you need to not be passive. You need to be active about it and just explain kindly. That has nothing to do with them. You don't hate them. That's not why you're increasing. It's just because your cost of business is going up and in order to keep the lights on, you have to do it, All right? So I hope that gave you um, a place to start with talking to your clients about how you're increasing fees. Um, I know it sucks but sometimes you have to go up. Um, I know a lot of practice um, owners that personally increase every year because there is an inflation amount per year, just 2022, it's been insane, right? On how much it's gone up and how fast it's gone up. But um, your price should go up regularly 
based upon the amount of experience you bring and the quality of the experience you bring. So don't be afraid to sit down with this spreadsheet that we talked about once a year and go over these things. So that way you can determine what do I actually need to be charging and do I need to increase this based upon my expenses and or do I just want to make more money, right? If you want to make more money, there's nothing wrong with that. Money's not bad, okay? But if you make more money, then you may have to see more clients or you may have to raise your fees, okay? Or both, right? Okay, and there's nothing wrong with that because you're growing your practice, okay? So... Thank you so much for joining us for this podcast. I hope its content has served you and your practice. If you like what we're doing here, please scroll down, leave us a review, let us know how we're doing. If you'd like to meet other animal chiropractors and join a community, we're also on Facebook at Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic. Till next time, we'll talk soon. Hey guys, Dr. Katie here. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Have you left us a review yet? If you haven't, you need to, because this month we are having a giveaway. Scroll down however you listen, leave us a reading, and a little bit of commentary if you don't mind, and let us know how we're doing with this mission. If you think we're doing a great job, you're going to be entered into our raffle giveaway, where we're going to give away a beautiful mirror chart poster. Uh, Your choice, equine or canine, um, that's going to show how chiropractic is not just about pain and how it helps with function. Now, if you're a Business Basics member, you can also enter into this giveaway by leaving us a survey through your membership portal. Please leave us a survey, let us know what you think of the program, and then you will also be entered into our raffle giveaway. If you would, leave us a screenshot of your review or your survey and send us an email, makingstridesforamilcairo at gmail.com, so that way we can notify you if you win this contest. I also want to let you know that we are also hosting another masterclass, June 26th. We are going to be talking about making a wow. And, you know, earlier this year I talked about how can we make friends with referring veterinarians and get new patients in, which is an important piece of the puzzle. But it's not the only piece. The second most, most, most important piece, and I say most, most, most because it's very, very, very important, is how do we communicate value behind what we do and keep existing clients coming in. And the number one complaint about any type of doctor is they just don't listen. Okay, and that's very easily remedied by saying certain things. And even though I'm an introvert, not a used car salesman, I know how to make a client feel heard and understood. And it's not something that you have to feel slimy about. It's very, very easy, actually. So if you wouldn't mind, I would love for you to join us. It's um, on makingstridesforamilchiropractic.com. You can sign up for our masterclass. Again, it's June 26th, and I had to change the time. It's 10 a.m., not 2 p.m. Again, June 26th at 10 a.m., not 2 p.m. Please sign up to reserve your seat so that way you don't miss out. The replay will be available, but you do have to sign up. If you're a Business Basics member, this course is complimentary to your membership, and please check your email for your complimentary checkout code. You guys, thank you so much for joining me on Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic. I hope these tools have served you, and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Hey guys, Dr. Katie here. Thanks for listening. My intention behind starting this podcast was to build awareness and promote our amazing profession. If you like what we're doing here, please like, share, or leave a review. Help us to spread this movement so we all can begin to take steps towards change. Let's make strides for animal chiropractic.